Hello and welcome to Fibber McGee and Molly from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. It's Fibber McGee and Molly. NBC and Plymouth Cars present Fibber McGee and Molly Transcribed. The show is written by Phil Leslie and Ralph Goodman and directed by Max Hutton. We'll join Fibber and Molly in just a moment. Vacation time vastly increases the danger of forest fires all over the country. Millions of people enjoy the mountains and woodlands on hiking, camping, and fishing trips. And, of course, the more people there are in the forests, the greater the danger of fire. Each year, forest fires take a tragic toll, destroying the natural resources that are vital to our nation's strength. But the fight against forest fires can be won if each of us will take common-sense precautions. Because of public interest... The number of forest fires has been reduced, thus saving lives, property, water supplies, wildlife, and timber. Join in the fight against carelessness. When in or near a forest, be sure to crush out cigarette, cigar, and pipe ashes. Break matches in two after using. Drown all campfires, then stir and drown again. Find out the law before using fire. Remember, one moment of carelessness can destroy national beauty and wealth that can never be replaced. Forest fires have been called America's most shameful waste because they can be prevented. Don't fail to do your part in preventing them. Don't be guilty of starting one. And McGee tried to call everybody in Washington yesterday about this metal welding glue of his, Doctor. McGee's steel seal, he calls it. He's really excited about this stuff, isn't he? Oh, excited. He's hopped up like a kitten on a windowsill. I don't blame him. You know, you were the one who suggested that his metal glue was strong enough to put battleships and submarines together. So he's determined to get through to the government with it some way. Ah, but he's going at it wrong as usual. The proper procedure on a thing like this is to write a letter to the Navy... Oh, not McGee. He doesn't waste time with petty details, Doctor. He starts with the top. Well, he'll find out you can't do that with the government. Everything has to go through channels. Sure, you know it, and I know it. But it's a good thing I don't know it, because look out that front window, you guys. Hi, Sonny. Hi, Lard. Stand by to sit on this iron poker I'm going to glue to the radiator for a demonstration, because we got company. Oh, for heaven's sake. Sir. It's a Navy Jeep. It says U.S. Navy. It's an admiral or something. Oh, that's not an admiral, Molly. It's a lieutenant commander. But what the devil's a Navy commander doing here? So, I got to go through channels, do I? You think I don't know what I'm doing, calling everybody in the Navy yesterday and making a pest of myself? Ha! Huh. Oh, this is ridiculous. He's probably looking for the ocean, and boy, is he lost. Oh, dear, the Navy. My hair is a mess, and oh. Open the door for the commander, my dear, while I prepare for a demonstration. Yes, sir. And you better check your tongue in the mirror, doctor. You don't look so chipper. <laughs> Good afternoon, sir. Afternoon, ma'am. Is this 79 Wistful Vista, the McGee residence? Yes, it is, a- Admiral, uh, General, uh, sir. I'm Lieutenant Commander Smith, ma'am. John Paul Smith, the United States Navy. 
I'd like to see Mr. McGee if he's around. Come right in, sire. I'm Mr. McGee, uh, Fibber McGee. The Fibber McGee, of course. Uh, The scientist. Smith, sir. John Paul Smith. John Paul Smith. Ah, yes. A fine old name in the Navy. First two-thirds of it, anyhow. Oh, uh, this is my wife, uh, Mrs. McGee. How do you do, I'm sure. And please come on in out of the doorway. Let me take your cap, Lieutenant. Uh, Commander, ma'am. Lieutenant Commander with Naval Intelligence. I'd like you to meet my personal physician, Fatso, or uh, Dr. George Gamble, AM, FM, and TV. The local station just televised one of his tonsillectomies. <laughs> That's very funny, sir. Uh, how do you do, Doctor? I'm happy to meet you, Commander. Certainly didn't lose much time getting over here. You happened to be in the neighborhood, Doctor. Washington asked me to check this uh, this thing, and... You came to the right place. Frankly, I thought I'd heard everything until the office told me there was a man out here who claimed to have a cement to glue battleships together with. Oh, and submarines, too. Now, look, you boys sit down here and talk it over. I'll go put on a pot of tea. Now, I'm not going to waste my time or yours talking, bud. Good. Because I and you are busy men, and besides, actions talk louder than words talk. And he's a man who knows about talk, Commander. Thank you, Doctor. Now, I have here a pot of my fabulous new secret formula, McGee Steel Seal which I call McGee Steel Seal in honor of the inventor. And because you can seal strips of steel to other strips of steel with it, and when you seal steel with McGee Steel Seal, the steel so sealed stays stuck. Stabby? So I... Hey, Mr. McGee, I broke my roller skate and it came in two pieces and... Oh, hi, Dr. Gamble. Hiya, Teeny. Now look, Teeny, I'm busy and I... My roller skate came apart. Oh, boy. An officer. Gee, a Navy officer. (laughs) Excuse me, I didn't know you were here. Oh, it's nice to see you, Teeny, but we're very busy here. Uh, this is Commander Smith. And Hello, he... Teeny. Oh, gee, this is wonderful, meeting a real officer, I betcha. I didn't know there was a Navy officer here. <laughs> yeah, the heck you didn't. Now, if you don't mind... I, I have some friends in the Navy, Commander. Uh, do you know uh, uh, Woodrow Toops, Wally Toops' cousin? He's a sailor. In the Navy? No, I'm I'm afraid I don't know him, Teeny. Look, Teeny, if you'll just... Maybe you, maybe you know Esther Kelly's boyfriend, then. His name is Clyde. He's uh, something on a, uh, well, uh, a ship. You know Clyde? Doggone it, Teeny, we're busy. I'm trying to show the commander here how to cement steel together with my steel cement. Will you please... Here, here Mr. McGee, cement my busted skate together, will you? Huh? Do you know Clyde, Commander? He's he's real good looking with big teeth. I have and, here two pieces of a steel roller he hasn't got skate, much which I can use to demonstrate that he's Back to Wistful Vista in a minute. Part by part, only Plymouth dares to compare. Plymouth engineers have taken apart the 1954 Plymouth and current models of the other two best-known cars in the lowest price field. They've compared the three part by part. Frames, body, safety features, the whole car. Get the full story in the big eight-page picture booklet. Yours free at your Plymouth dealer. You'll find the features only Plymouth offers. Take safety as just one example. Plymouth tops the other two by having safety rim wheels, electric windshield wipers, better forward visibility. Get this comparison booklet free at your Plymouth dealer. Learn why Plymouth is America's best buy low-price car. And remember this figure, $1,582. That's the factory retail price of the Plymouth six-passenger Plaza Club Sedan. That's at factory Detroit, Michigan. All taxes, transportation, and delivery charges, license, and optional equipment are extra. 
part by part. Only Plymouth dares to compare. And you saw how I merely put a little glob of my fabulous McGee steel seal on those roller skates, slapped the two broken halves together, and the kid skated away on them. You saw that, right? Yes, yes, I saw that, and I must point out, however, that we use very few roller skates in the Navy. Oh, that was just a sample of how the cement holds, Commander. Yes, just like the spoons he glued together and and the door key he glued to the front doorknob. The door key glued to the knob? Stuck on there like iron. You couldn't get it loose with dynamite. That's in case we go out and forget to take our key with us. We'll have one waiting there when we get home. But if the key is on there permanently, what good is it to That's you? the gimmick, bud. Nobody can steal it on us that way. Well, it's been very nice, This is I the think... beginning of a new area for this country from now on, Commander. You can plainly see, after all these marvelous demonstrations, that it would be ridiculous to go on putting battleships and submarines together the hard way with rivets. When all you got to do with McGee's steel seal is to glue them ships together. Look, Mr. McGee, this has all been very educational, but let's face it. You haven't proved a thing. What? Really, now, just suppose... It's too ridiculous, actually, but... Just suppose we were going to use your liquid cement to weld together a submarine. What you've done here with a pair of roller skates and a door key glued to a doorknob doesn't prove a thing, does it? What do you mean it don't prove anything? Uh, I think what the commander's getting at, McGee, is a more spectacular type of test. Something that'll show the real strength of the stuff. Am I right, sir? If you will visualize me standing before a board of admirals and saying, I just saw two halves of a roller skate glued together, let's glue up a submarine, you'll get my picture. (laughs) It is kind of a silly picture at that. So, you want something spectacular, eh? You just wait here. Dearie, where are you going with that pot of glue? Never mind. All of you just stay right there till I call you. I'll show you a demonstration. Another cup of tea, Commander? No, I... What's Mr. McGee doing? Where's he gone? It's been almost an hour since he walked out that door. Twenty minutes. Well, it seems like an hour. I can't wait around all day and... Oh, I'll get it, Molly. Let's hope that's him, because... Hello? McGee, where are you? Yes, he's here. He's been waiting for... What? Just a minute. He wants to talk to you, Commander. Hello? Look here, sir. I... What? You what? Well, of all... Where's my hat? What happened? Where is he? What did he do? He went to the movies. The movies? The Bijou Theater. He says the Kane Mutiny is playing there. Why don't I hop in my Jeep and join him there? Oh, brother. I'll join him, all right. Now pick up the shore patrol on the way. If he thinks he can play games with me, he's got another thing coming. Oh, wait for me. I want to talk to that lad. I better go, too. Maybe we can figure something out. Well, hurry up if you're coming with me. Hop up in front, Molly. I'll squeeze in the back here. All right. Give me a hand. Never mind, I'm in. Okay, Commander, let's go. What's the matter? I don't know. I've got her in first, but she won't move. Try it again. What's the matter, Commander? (laughs) Cheap Jeep? Get a horse. McGee. What's going on here? I thought you were down at the... You wanted a real demonstration, didn't you? Well, you ain't going anywhere with that Jeep, Buster. Your back bumper is glued to the lamppost. What? With my fabulous new invention, McGee's Steel Seal. The stuff the U.S. Navy is going to glue battleships together with. Great Scott. 
That's why I went next door and phoned you. So you'd come running out of the house sore and not noticed I backed you up against the lamppost. Shades of Admiral Dewey. Where's the phone? Quick, I'll phone the department fast. That stuff is amazing. Use our phone, Commander. This is fantastic. A powerful jeep stuck to a steel lamppost with a few dabs of... Oh, McGee, you are a devil. And you're an angel, kiddo. Not letting him or Doc know so I could surprise him. You two can stop laughing for a minute. I'd like some help. I'm stuck in this confounded jeep. Fibber and Molly will be right back. This is Bill Goodwin, ladies and gentlemen. I'm with Bob Hope and his morning radio show, and I'm wondering whether you've been listening to it. It's getting funnier and funnier. For instance, almost every day now, Bob has a question period with the audience. Just in case you haven't heard it, let's listen in on one now. <laughs> Yes, my good man, right there. How old are you, Robert? Thank you. <laughs> Is there a sober man in the house? <laughs> yes, honey. Were you born in 19-3? Down, sit down. <laughs> yes, honey. Do you always chew gum? <laughs> <laughs> this is the only way I can keep my brain away. <laughs> Yes, Too I bad we that. haven't time for all of it, but this is the kind of fun that's now making the morning Bob Hope show one of the great comedy radio shows of all time. Every morning on your NBC station, see your local paper for the time. So, he says the Admiral is very interested in can we fly east Monday at government expense. Jiminy. And McGee said we can fly east right this minute. And under our own power. Yeah, but he says Monday will do. He's getting our tickets and everything. Ah, boy, this is it. Oh, dear. It sure will be a long wait till Monday, won't it? A long what? Wait till Monday. We'll have to. Good night. Good night. Good night, all. NBC and Plymouth Cars have brought you the Fibber, McGee, and Molly program transcribed. With Arthur Q. Bryan as Dr. Gamble and Lloyd Perrin as Commander Smith. This is John Wald reminding you to join us next Monday night at the Wistful Vista Airport as Fibber and Molly take off for fame and fortune with McGee's Steel Seal, the great new quick glue for gluing battleships together. Listen to Hearing Time on the NBC Radio Network.